0: The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church.
1: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Are you ready to give me a call? It's Theological Thursday. Come on, let's go.
0: Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, an expert on race, religion, and relationships
1: maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my social media at Anderson speaks is my handle when it comes to Facebook and uh, all those other platforms, Instagram, so on and so forth, YouTube. So thanks a lot for tuning in. And of course on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East coast, second in the entire country, W.A.V.A. 105.1. FM right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DC area. So, thanks a lot for tuning in. It is a call in talk show, and if you want to call me to ask me a question or to kick it with me on some topic uh, that I lay out today, feel free to do so. My phone number is 888 432 7434. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we kick the sh- the week off with Marriage Mondays, then Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays. Today is Theological Thursday. Tomorrow, Open Phone in Friday, and then on uh, on Saturday, you've got a great uh, Saturday evening episode from seven to seven thirty. So that's really good stuff. And on Sundays, I'm preaching three times at Bridgeway Community Church. Just go to Bridgeway.cc if you're interested and joining us for service at 8, 10, or noon. How about that? All kind of good stuff, right? I am going to open in a word of prayer, give you my number again, but let me introduce the topic. Uh, it's Theological Thursday, and I'm just going to ask you, what are your questions about God, the Bible, or even a word for your life? Questions about the Bible, God, or a word for your life, you know, the the. Scripture tells us that the word of God is life and that we can speak words of life and death. Do you need a word in your life? Well, give me a call. Maybe God will have a word just for you. Maybe you just have a question about the word. Uh, And so maybe you want to talk about a particular uh, Bible story or passage or even uh, theology in general, which may be uh, several passages together representing a category of understanding when it comes to uh, the study of God. And that's what theology means. Theology is the study of so biology, the study of the bi- body, uh, that sort of thing. Theology, Theo means God, the study of God. So there you have an angiology, the study of angels, right? So the list could go on and on and on. Don't stop till the break of dawn. All right, listen, give me a call triple eight <laughs> four three bridge. Let's bow for a short word of prayer Heavenly Father, we want to commit today's show over to you, and I'll just ask you to guide and direct in the way that you see fit. Thank you for every listener under the sound of my voice, and we just pray, God, that you would cover this show. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said, amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. Or you could go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com, learn what it means to be a gracist, as well as sign the gracism creed after you read it. It's a five-minute read before you sign the creed on racial healing. So let me know that you're with me Uh, for being a gracist. That means you're really trying to build bridges of reconciliation and reaching out to those of different colors, cultures as well as, um, you know, you are committed to racial healing. And so that's a biblical creed on how to do just that. Well, if you want to give me a call today, my topic, questions about God, about the Bible, or uh, you need a word for your own life, time and season. So let me tell you how this works. You know, the scripture is known as the written word of God. Uh, Jesus is is the living word of God, right? And uh, but then Rhema is the spoken word of God, and that is a word that is spoken in a moment. Now that that word that's spoken in that moment is just for you. Uh it, it can be just for several different people. But when uh the, the man or the woman of God takes the word of God and speaks it in your life, that's called a Rhema word, where that Holy Spirit takes that word and applies it directly to you, which that's what makes the word so living and so powerful. So uh, active and sharp, like a double-edged sword, because God knows precisely how to use a word to give you life, to give you direction, to give you hope, uh, and to give you guidance. And the Scripture teaches us in in 2 Timothy chapter three, verses seventeen and following, that God, uh, all Scripture is God breathed and is given uh, for correction and rebuke and reproach and uh, you know training in righteousness and And so, you know, God gives us his word to train us and to uh, help us to to live our to live our lives. And it is the authority of God's word upon which the the heavens and the earth were created. So you may have a question about God, his word, or maybe just a word for your own life. If you want to connect with me on this topic, I'm going to give you the number. I'm going to run to my first break as soon as I get back. I'm going directly to the phone lines to Stafford, Virginia, to Fairfax, Virginia. I'm coming to your neighborhood as well. All you got to do is give me a call. But all over the nation's capital, does God have a word for you? He just might. Let's figure it out together. 888 43 bridge
0: Looking to hire quality people for your company? You need skilled, screened, and serious candidates who are ready to serve your mission and vision on day one, right? I know just the recruiting consulting firm that can help you. It's Concept IQ. Dr. Anderson has known the president, Mark Weissman, for years, and he will work with your company to get you the most qualified labor force you need. Whether accounting, administrative, finance, IT, medical, retail, government contracting, or more, Mark will work with you to fit your company's needs. If you're looking for work or looking for good workers, contact Mr. Mark Wiseman today at 877-472-9001. See how Concept IQ Consulting can help grow your business with the qualified talent you need. Again, call 877 877- 472-9001. Or check them out online at conceptiqconsulting.com.
1: Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors go to laser with a z landscaping llc on facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn 240-516-4967 for those who live in the prince george's county and surrounding areas their number once again 240 240- 516 It's Laser Landscaping. Or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you.
0: Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text-piration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I N S P I R E to nine seven zero zero zero. And now back to real talk with Doctor David Anderson.
1: It's Theological Thursday. If you have any questions about God, the Bible, and/or a word for your life, that's what uh, today's topic is. Questions about God, the Bible, or maybe even a word for your life. Uh, give me a call. My phone number is eight 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 four three two seven four three four. Let's see how God directs our conversations today. We're going to kick it off as promised in Stafford, Virginia, with Mario who's on the line. Hello, Mario. It's Doctor Anderson. How are you? I'm good. Doing good,
3: Dr. Anderson, how
1: are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling me. What are you thinking?
3: So this question is just for my for my you know, my understanding about heaven. Okay. And uh if I, if if you could if you could just really bear with me because I've called a couple of uh uh radio stations, you know, uh and they kinda went over it but they still never asked answered my question.
1: Okay, ask so, a question. Go uh, go for it.
3: Okay, so in in, in a nutshell <clears throat> Uh, to set this up is what is our purpose um, in this life and in heaven? The, the, it's actually about heaven because I know that we were made for God and his good pleasure, the Bible talks about. And and I know that, you know, that we are <clears> – <throat> actually, that's just it right there. We're made for his good pleasure. So in heaven – when Jesus when Jesus was, uh, walked this earth and He said, "Greater things than you would do than these," because I go unto my Father. When He saw the man under the fig tree believing, so if the man under if Jesus said to the man under the fig tree, "Greater things than you that than these that Jesus was doing," He will do. That is because of the things that He was doing here on earth. Casting out demons and healing the sick and so forth and so on. So in heaven, what does that power have to do with us in eternity? For God, does that make sense? So in other words,
1: well, hang on. Let me let me (laughs)
3: let
1: (laughs) me let me restate the question and make sure I'm on the right track. What is our purpose in heaven as as believers? That's the bottom line. Yes.
3: Yes. Other than I know that we're just to worship God and we're to. God for eternity and get to know God and have fellowship with him, you know, for, you know, for all eternity. I understand that. I get that. But as far as the power within us, it seems as though like we will, like, you know, after the rapture at some time, you know, we're going to come back and we're going to be witnesses for Christ in the thousand year age
1: but get beyond get beyond the thousand year reign and into the eternal state do you want to know what our power is or what our purpose is when you get to yes, the other side
3: yes okay actually both because what 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 are we it. doing with Got or it. That we are supposed to have as Jesus,
1: yeah. Got it, got it. Okay, yeah. so you already have the purpose down, right? That God created us for his own good pleasure, his glory. We're going to worship him forever, and it's probably going to be a lot like the Garden of Eden where, uh, you know, we'll have good work to do, but it will be creative work and it will be full of joy. This time there'll be no Satan, there'll be no sin, so we're just going to enjoy the bounty and the beauty of the Lord and everything he has created or will create in the future we know it's going to be better than it w- was in the garden better than it is on the earth and uh if he could create an earth in a world like this in seven days who knows what it's like after two thousand years it's going to blow our mind. so we got that part down mario so far as our power yep. in heaven uh i have no idea i assume that you, you'd have more power in heaven than you have on the earth uh but will we need the holy it seems
3: S- so that it huh? seems as so though that we have to something to do with that power that we have. It's sure, like but we through, that, know, sure, sure, but we don't know what
1: that, sure, but we don't, let me cut you, let me cut you only because it's, it's too distorting, Mario, but um, we don't know really what we're going to do so far as with the gifts and the skills and the talents that God has given us. What does that mean? How will we use it? Uh, what will we be building? I think God is going to open up windows of heaven that we're going to see things we've never seen before and it's probably going to blow us away when you think about the architecture and engineering of dubai or places around the world and singapore you think wow this is what human ingenuity can do so what would it be like when we take all of our brain and all of god's uh creative forces that he's given us and he says this is all yours now go do what who knows mario what that what will be but i bet it's going to blow our minds, but the answer to the question is we really don't know, but what we do know is who we're going to be with, and uh the fact that it 's going to be brand new, a new heaven and a new earth. Wow, we know that God is going to do something uh, amazing, and I guess we'll be doing something amazing as well, but who knows what that is? Stay tuned <laughs> and let's see what happens when we get to the other side let's go to Alan, who's in Fairfax, Virginia. Hey Alan, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you?
4: Hey, Dr. Anderson, I'm doing fine yourself.
1: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me, sir. What are you thinking?
4: Yeah. Um, I just real quick comment on what you said about the word. Uh the word is, is a deep topic in itself and pretty vast. Yeah. Um for for some people who don't understand, you know, John in the first chapter says, um, in the beginning was the Word, and the okay. Word was with God, and the Word was God. And if you contrast that with Genesis, the first chapter of Genesis, and
3: mm-hmm.
5: see
4: who was present at creation, um, yeah, you'll realize that, that the Word of God uh, is, in essence, the power of God as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know, he he speaks judgment into being. He speaks creation into being. When he says it, it
1: happens. Yeah, isn't um, that pretty amazing, Alan? When he said, you beautiful. know, let there be light, and it just happens. Or yeah, he, absolutely. <laughs> he just speaks. But a lot of, a
4: lot of people don't realize that um, how how powerful mm-hmm. the word is, and it and it works in the opposite, in the inverse as well. If, you mm-hmm. know, if you listen to a rap song full of foul language. Um, there's power in that word for, for an opposite force.
1: Sure,
4: um, and you know through you know, whatever type of subliminal messaging or repetition uh, that could have an adverse effect on on a person's uh, soul.
1: yeah. Yeah, you but, you make a good point, my friend. I agree.
4: Yeah. So, so my question for you um, is: is I, have, I have two actually. Uh, I've been studying, I don't know if you've heard of him, uh, a theologian named W.E. Best from the 50s. He he broke off from the Baptist Church and uh, has written a lot of really deep theological essays, and I've been reading mm-hmm. one of them called Time and Eternity. And he makes the argument that when we enter eternity from uh, Earth, that we go, we enter in fully or uh, in the flesh, fully, fully in flesh and in soul. And in other words, there's, he claims that there's no intermediate state mm-hmm. uh, that the soul exists in between rapture and the time of death, uh, if we die before the rapture, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm interested on your take on that. And then the second question I had, uh, if you have time, is um, when God makes the new heaven and the new earth, In Revelation uh, he speaks about the accuser Satan coming back for a thousand year time in which he will try to deceive the nation so my question is after after Armageddon and God has come back and and passed judgment does the earth continue to produce um, human flesh and, um, and and people live and die and pass on into the new heaven or has earth essentially uh been destructed, recreated, and uh the saints in heaven um enjoy it? In other words, is there an end time to time or will time in essence keep going uh after after the judgment has been passed on the unbelievers?
1: Yeah, so it's gonna depend on your eschatology, the study of last things. Uh, And you know, I did a Bible study on this uh, on Facebook for those who are interested. Back in, I think it was back in May, and I did uh, talked about the eternal state, the thousand-year reign, the tribulation, and all that good stuff. So that may be fun if you're a Facebook guy and you want to go back and see hours long of a Bible study on. Absolutely. On the topic. Uh you know, Ed Anderson speaks. Good luck finding it. I, I don't know how to find half my stuff, but I know it was back sure. uh when COVID started and I was at the house, so I just did these Facebook uh every Sunday night and people still miss those, but I did ten weeks of Facebook uh Bible studies with a thousand people on and I loved it and their questions were so cool, just like yours, uh Alan. Yeah. Um but it, it depends on the so let me uh deal with the thousand year all of the eschatology and kind of one fell swoop here's the deal in first corinthians 15 it says in the twinkling of an eye we're going to be changed so i think that that's not going to be the same exact physical body uh that's limited to the flesh because of sin. In other words, I'm getting older because of sin. I'm in my Mm -hmm. fifties because of sin. Now, if there was no sin, I could be in my fifties and look just like when God created me, but the human body is fallen. The human mind and brain is fallen, but our spirits are renewed every day and that's not fallen. So I do believe that our spirit transitions into Uh, heavenly glory, and the body is shed like a shell. Now, will we get a glorified body? I do believe the glorified body is that twinkling of an eye when we have uh, a recognizable body like Jesus, right? When he rose again from the dead, he could then walk through walls. But yet at the same time, they could recognize him. So I think we'll recognize one another in heaven, Alan. Now, the question about the thousand-year reign, that is something I'm not— a hundred percent sure about meaning I know the different views on it, but what's really going to happen during that time. I'm not convinced uh, that I have a strong view with the exception of, of this, that once it's over, once the thousand year reign is over, that millennial time is over. Once the tribulation is done after all of that last day stuff is done, I do believe there's going to be a cataclysmic breaking of destruction of all of the heavens, all of the earth. That's when Revelation 20 comes in. The devil is thrown. I mean, it's like there's going to be a time when it's over, over, where time doesn't exist anymore, uh, to your question. Now, again, how all those clocks and calendars work, I'm not sure, but I believe there is an end state when we get to Revelation 21. And I think everything goes up to Revelation 20. But when you cross over into Revelation 21, that's when everything, that's like when time ends and the new clock of eternity starts and there's never going to be an end. And let me just kind of read, I know you're familiar with 21, but those first four verses, it's almost like we've closed the door on the old earth and the old eternal, you know, everything from the generations past. And then you get to Revelation 21, verse 1, and it's like, oh, wow, okay. (laughs) And this is what it says. (laughs) Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw a holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men. You know, that idea, now the dwelling of God is with men. Like, now here comes this wedding-type thing. Uh, And they will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. There's like this union coming. Now, check this out. This is the most beautiful verse, and it may bring tears to your eyes. It says in verse 4, he will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, no more mourning or crying or pain the old order of things has passed away mm. and once that wow. happens no covid no sickness <laughs> no sorrow no broken hearts no divorces all of it's gone and we sure. go into the glory of yeah. god god bless you alan i'm running to my break but i'm coming right back
0: What happens when an outspoken conservative scholar and a provocative progressive philosopher get together for an open conversation? Find out on November 18th when Museum of the Bible hosts two of America's most important public intellectuals, Professors Robert P. George and Cornell West, for a timely discussion on the urgent need for honesty and courage in a time of polarization. This event is free to the public and will be held virtually through Zoom. Space is limited. Visit museumofthebible.org to reserve your spot today.
6: Hi, this is Miles Brown, owner of Senate Cleaning, the area's most trusted commercial cleaning service. Call us at 800 257 5834. I'll guarantee my personal involvement. My clients are having great success and peace of mind with the cleaning power of my disinfectant fogging. Call Senate Cleaning today at 800 257 5834 or visit us on the web at senatecleaning.com.
7: Hi, Chuck here with Chuck and Olga Realtors. We love what our customers say about us. Going with Chuck and Olga for our home buying process was the best decision we could have made. Because
8: of Chuck's best knowledge, he was able to answer questions about a house's structure, its plumbing, its electrical. We felt as though we were their only clients. Chuck and Olga make a great team.
7: We love our new home, but if we're ever in the market again, we're calling Chuck and Olga. For a delightful experience, call my cell 703-898-8930.
0: Here 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds
6: with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at FamilyFiction.com. Christian women visit iBelieve.com where they can explore the deeper issues of their faith and learn how other women have handled the challenges of being a believer. Go to iBelieve.com.
9: Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills, but let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build a bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We... Our United Faith Mortgage.
10: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. Twenty-five Melville Parkway, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AdamlessConsumerAccess dot Corporate Adamless number thirteen thirty-five bracket Adamless number six five two three three. Equal Housing Lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
1: It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show and so uh one of my uh teammates put a link into the comments of my facebook page today those of you who are talking there i'm going to check it out during the next break but she put the link to the bible studies that i did last spring but in case you're not on there now based on what uh my conversation with alan on eschatology which you can do alan and the rest of you if you go to my facebook page at anderson speaks and you hit videos then you scroll down videos till you get to the Live at 5, Sunday night Bible studies. And right there you'll see uh, the study of the end times part one and part two. So have at it. They're both probably an hour or two hours long. I don't even know. But we had the Bible open, notes on the table, and everything. So with somebody holding up a phone while I'm teaching the Bible. So if you're interested in that, and Alan, it sounds like you are. Uh, My studies were sharper back then. I can't even remember half the stuff I said, but uh, there you have it. And if you're just joining us, you're probably wondering, what in the world are we talking about? Well, let me tell you. It's Theological Thursday, And today's topic are your questions about God, the Bible, or a word for your life. God, the Bible, or a word for your life. The word is life. And if you need a word, God says that his word is sharper than any two-edged sword. You'll find that in Hebrews chapter chapter 4. And so the scripture also teaches us that God's word is given to us for uh, teaching and And training and and correction and rebuking. And so, you know, God is the word. And we said that you have the word of God, which is the written word of God. Of course, we have the living word of God, which is Jesus Himself, and you have the Rhema word of God, which is God's word spoken in season in your life. And somebody might even need that today. Well, I'm here to serve you in that way if the Lord uh, gives us the grace to do that. Let me give you my number, and then I'm going to go to Cincinnati, Ohio. My phone number is 888-432-7434, and we're talking about your questions about God, about the Bible, and about a word for your life. Let's go to Anonymous in Cincinnati, we'll Ohio. Hello, Anonymous. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? you got to turn your radio down, Anonymous, if you'd be so kind. There you go. What's your comment or question, please?
5: Hello, Dr. Anderson. Good afternoon. How are you?
1: Good afternoon. Very well. Thanks for calling.
5: I'm Charles. I have a question. Uh you know, if you read uh, Genesis chapter 4, it says uh, when uh, Adam and Eve gave birth to uh, Cain and Abel, yeah. Abel killed, Cain killed Abel. So from there, uh, if you go to ch- uh, verse 16, it says, and Cain went out in the presence of God to nub east. Of Aden. So from there, mm-hmm. where did Cain get his wife to marry? Because if you read from chapter 4, after Cain and Abel, mm-hmm. uh, Adam and Eve did not give birth to any other kids. So, and there were no, not any other people outside them. So, where did Cain get?
1: Find his wife from. Yeah, that's a good question because after uh, after he is uh, going to the land of Nod east of Eden. Uh, thank you for that. I'll let, I'll let you listen over the air. Uh, it says that Cain Cain lay with his wife. So where did his wife come from? And she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. And so the question is. What about Cain's wife? Well, there's a couple of things. He was banished from the presence of the Lord. Is it possible that it wasn't just him, but it was him and his family? Like, is it possible that he was married when this happened? Um, We we don't know because it doesn't tell us in the scripture uh, that, you know, they had wives. So you had Abel and you had Cain, and we see this battle between the brothers but we don't know if they're already married or not married. What we do know is that Canaan was sent out, and then the next verse tells us uh that you know Cain lay with his wife, and so don't know where she came from, don't know if it was a sister or his sister. You know it seems like that was kind of normal back back then. you know it's all we all go back to one set of parents. And uh, you know, the further we get away from original sin, the worse it becomes for us biologically to sleep with family members. You end up having children that uh, have problems as a result of it. But remember, sin's full effect has taken uh, generations. This is why you can have people who have lived 900 years or 600 years, or people like Methuselah. These folks lived a very long time, but as sin grew further and further away, from its original inception, the death upon human beings, the disease upon human beings, continued to go down. And here we are, probably less than 120 years most uh, people would live. But here's the question. Did he marry a sister or were there other uh, women uh, that were out there? You know, again, I don't know. We just know that he did have a wife where he got her. We'll have to wait till we get uh to glory to get an answer to that question. Uh, but he probably didn't do eHarmony. Just saying. I don't know. Who knows? 888-432-7434. Let's go to um, the phone lines as soon as we get back from our commercial break. We'll kick it off with uh, Donald in Baltimore. I want to talk to you as well. Your questions about God, the Bible, and a word for your life. We'll be right back.
8: lot of rain here in the Maryland, Virginia area over the past two months, and there's more rain in the forecast. If you have issues in your home with basement moisture, mold and mildew, a crack in your wall, and water leaking into your home, I have a solution for you. My company, Best Buy Waterproofing, can fix your issue forever. We will give you a dry basement and get rid of the mold and mildew, moisture, and any issues related to water around the foundation of your home. Our work comes with a lifetime guarantee, and we are highly rated With the Better Business Bureau. Also, know during this unusual time, my team is fully functional and able to serve you with the highest level of safety for you and your family. Many hundreds of families have been served by Best Buy Waterproofing here in the Maryland and Virginia area. Let us help you too. Go to BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call us directly 24 hours a day, 844 980 3707.
1: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you doing today? Well, it's Theological Thursday, and we've asked you, what is your question about the Bible, about God, or just a word for your life? Maybe you have a question about the word, or maybe uh, you need a word. Either way, uh, let's see what God has in store. Feel free to give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. A big hello to Angela Ewing and Connie Robinson and uh, Siobhan Prather and Jenny Hudson. Thank you so much for being on my Facebook page. Uh, Eric Robinson and Judy Yaya, always good to see you there. Uh, Donald Francisco and Lucy Reyes-Blair and NeNe Braxton and my cousin Johnny. Good to see all of y'all. My number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Baltimore, Maryland and talk to Donald as promised. Hello, sir, Donald, David Anderson here.
9: Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Oh,
1: I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Good afternoon to you. How you doing?
9: I'm doing the best I can.
1: Amen to that. What's your comment or question today, sir?
9: Uh, actually, my question is twofold, and it'll be a 30-second question. I really wanted to hear the answer to this. Um. I was actually uh, a while back studying the Old testament with, with Eli and his sons,
3: mm-hmm.
9: and um my question is the judgment that was passed on to its to him and his sons can that same judgment be passed on to generations even up to this day mm-hmm. and um question number two um, is it a difference between a person that's struggling with sin according to Romans seven? As opposed to a person that's straight up know the Lord and position straight up disobedience to the Lord.
1: So, that second question, say that again a different way so I understand it.
9: Well, let me see if I can do that. Is it a difference between a person, a, a, a believer, you know, that's really struggling, you know, according to Romans 7, when Paul yep. talks about it,
5: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
9: as opposed to a person that, 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 Supposedly no Christ, but in some way, shape, or form is still just rebellious and disobedient.
1: Well, I mean, if you're asking if there's a difference, I don't know uh, the difference of what they're doing, but I know there's a difference in their in their heart. One is struggling, the other one's not struggling, right? One is saying, look, yeah. uh, whenever I try to do good, evil's present. Uh, I'm trying not to. Everything I want to do, I don't do. Everything... I mean, God wants me to do, I don't do. And then the things I don't want to do, I end up doing. There is a battle between the flesh and the spirit with the other person doesn't seem to be much of a battle at all. They've just given in and said, nope, this is pretty much who I am and I'm not fighting this anymore. Or they're just simply being, you know, rebellious. And uh, while all of us probably have areas in our life where we struggle, some of us might have areas in our life where we don't struggle anymore because we've just given in. You know, it's like, I'm just going to be doing this. And uh, when I get to heaven, God, you're just going to have to, uh, you know, free me then because it's just too hard right now or whatever. I think it's important uh, to have a life of confession um, where you go before the Lord and you say you're sorry. You identify your sin and you don't give in uh, to, uh, you know, this is just the way I'm going to be as opposed to saying, Lord, help me to know better, do better, help me to get better. Lord, I'll keep trying. You know, it's kind of like that person, Donald, who uh, who's on a diet and you've known him for 20 years. They still on a diet. I mean, like some people, some people have been dieting for for their entire life, you know, and um, and it's still a struggle. Right. And then others who are like, nope, I've done about every fad diet you can think of. And I'm done dieting. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, not diet and, uh, you know, live my life. And so I think it's kind of that way with believers. There's some that will struggle to the end and there are others who will give in and just hope that God will give them the grace to make it through. That's my two cents on it. What do you think?
9: Hey, I like your two cents. And actually that's the, the core this worth right there. <laughs> well, that's good.
1: Um, uh, regarding the first question. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
9: Can you speak a word over my life, man? Because I know what God called me for. And I know he's called a life. And um, I'm kind of like with Paul, with Romans seven, man. And sometimes I just get tired of beating myself up, but I know what God called me for. And I'm really struggling with some issues in my life, and I just don't want it to. Um, how do I explain this? I don't want to. I don't want to have God angry or grieving. But on the same mm-hmm. note, man, I I, I struggle, man,
1: mm-hmm. and I
9: just need uh, a word over my life,
1: man. Mm-hmm. Well, I I will give you that word first. Let me answer your other question as a segue to that word. And that the first question was about Eli and his sons and his curse. Uh, And I think that the reason why you want a word over your life is because you feel like there may be some generational curses uh, over you. And so let me uh, free you up from that. There are no generational curses uh, if you're in Christ because cursed is he who is on the tree meaning he took all the curses for you when he died on. I think a lot of people don't realize the power of the cross. When he died on that cross and defeated uh, Satan, he defeated every sickness and every curse that had ever come on humanity. Every every sin that we experience today, it's been paid for and handled and done. So that curse got broken when you gave your life to Christ. So don't even worry. Uh, about those generational curses, okay? So you need to know that. Amen. Okay. Thank you. And but I need you to know that Romans eight one is your your chapter. It, it, you know, Roman yes. Romans seven may talk about your struggle, but Romans eight one talks about your position in Christ, and this is what you got to keep quoting, Donald. So I'm going to read it over you. I know you know what it says, but you need to now quote it as if it's yours. This is what it says: Therefore. Therefore based on chapter 7. Therefore based on the fact that the flesh and the spirit is is fighting or is fighting all the time. Therefore, even when I try to do good, evil's present. <laughs> therefore, even though when I want to do good, uh I do bad and when I don't want to do bad, uh I still do bad. You know, all that stuff of Romans 7. Therefore, based on all that here it is. You ready? There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death.
9: Hallelujah. Got it? Hallelujah.
1: That's your word. That's your verse. Write it. Read it. Quote it. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. That's your word, brother. Thank you. All right. Word, man. You got it, my friend. That. Blessings to you. God bless you. We'll catch you on the next one. OK, now let's talk to Rita Ann in Washington, D.C. Hi, Rita. Ann. how are you?
3: I'm good. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. Tell me quickly you're what you're thinking before this next break comes.
3: Well, actually, I have more of a, a, a truthful comment. Okay. Um, based on your previous conversation about where Kane's wife came from. Hmm. Now, we must remember that back then people lived long time.
1: Right okay. Right.
3: And we don't exactly know how old or where in life Adam and Eve actually disobey God. Right. Just like we don't actually know where in life that Cain killed Abel.
1: That's right, Rita. I gotta stop you there, only because I got this break. But I got pretty much what you said. There's a long time horizon, and back to that answer, we just don't know. Coming right back, it's real talk with Dr. David Anderson.
7: Folks, I want to thank so many of you who have already joined us in bringing Angel Tree Christmas joy to so many children whose parents are incarcerated this Christmas. Now think about it. For just a one-time gift of $22 to Angel Tree, you can provide a child of a prisoner with a gift that will be delivered to that boy or girl in the name of and on behalf of their mom or dad. Letting that child know that his parent did not forget him or her at Christmas. $22 does provide for one child, 44 for two, 66 for three, 110 for five, 220 for ten, and so forth. If you can just take that $22 gift and multiply it several times over, what a blessing. Or if you can only give the $22 gift, I hope you'll do that. The number to call is 888 206 Or just go online to wava.com and enter the keyword angel or click on the Angel Tree banner. And thank you.
10: Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. The holiday season is full of joy. But between trying not to burn the turkey and keeping your father's fingers out of the mashed potatoes, you can find yourself thinking, why does this have to be so hard? Well, at New Look, at least we make getting a new roof easy. We answer your questions and build your roof the way you want it. Your measurements, line-by-line price, and a 3D rendering of your home are presented and emailed right to you. And your job's done in a single day. So unlike some holiday guests, you won't even know we were there. Don't you wish everything in life could be as easy as getting a new look roof? Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and qualify for interest-free financing until 2022. Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. Newlookhomedesign.com. While we can't make everything easy, we can make roofing easy. This is another Ministry Minute with Dr. Derek Greer.
6: It's easy to feel lonely during this season. Some even believe they can't be happy unless they always have others around. But being alone and being lonely are not always the same thing. Isaiah 41 and 10 says this, it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Not only is God with you, but he cares for you and often uses our moments of solitude to strengthen as well as to speak to us. In the Bible, Jesus' strength never came from the crowd, but from his time with God alone. So the next time you feel lonely, I want you to do three things. Number one, remember that God is with you even when others are not. Number two, use it as an opportunity to draw closer to God. Number three. Use it as a time for God to quiet the voice of others so that you can better hear his. See, loneliness is not just the result of being alone, but it's the result of believing that no one cares. God loves you, and I want you to know he's in your corner.
11: Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the Donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. AndersonSpeaks.com.
1: And thank you so very much for your support. We bless you and we're so glad that you are a blessing to us. Tomorrow is open phone and Friday. You can call and ask me anything, talk to me about any topic. Gary called in and he had a question. If we are told that if we confess or ask for forgiveness, we are forgiven, then why are we still subjected to judgment? In other words, if you ask for forgiveness and forgiveness, are you still judged? Well, as a believer, remember, the judgment that we have is not eternal judgment uh, with regard to salvation, right? Our judgment is with regard to commendation, not condemnation. That's the difference. One is known as the Bema, seed of Christ. That is when we are judged for our actions, good and bad, but that's for commendation, right? Uh, For unbelievers, it's the white throne judgment in Revelation 20, I believe, 19 or 20, somewhere around there. And that is a judgment of condemnation where you'll be condemned for eternity into eternal fire and separation from God. So uh, there's not a final judgment. Once you're saved, you're not being judged by God when it comes to eternity. Now, if judgment means, uh, you know, we are evaluating and judging, you know, that sort of thing, or paying the consequences of our sins while on the earth. Yes, you put your hand in the fire, it's going to get burned. Forgiveness and saying you're sorry is not going to keep that fire from burning you. There is consequence to our behavior. But when we're talking about forgiveness and the eternality of it, uh, there is no judgment uh, for believers. Every sin that has ever been uh, a part of your life past present and future was solved on the cross. In other words, Jesus already died for that sin. Not only the ones from 10 years ago, the ones from 10 minutes ago and the ones 10 hours into the future, because remember God is a God of eternity. And when he did it, he didn't say, okay, I am dying on the cross for your sins from today and everything back. But whatever you do in the future, you on your own, Well, if that were the case, All of us would be dead right now. So his powerful blood that was shed on our behalf covers all of our sins. I think somebody ought to just say amen. (laughs) Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the show. We thank you for theology, for uh, understanding of the Bible, and for the fact that your word is life. And we pray that it gave life uh, to many people as we just connected and talked about uh, the goodness of the Lord it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Father,
3: help your children.